The best health care is there in ways big and small. There when we most and least expect it. We may not see it, but we feel it. It lets us know we're not in this alone. Everyone deserves a health care partner who never quits. One who's there for what matters. United Healthcare, there for what matters. It's not just another day in your life. Things are changing for the better. At Comcast, we see those changes and we're thinking about how we use technology today to live, work, learn, and play. And we're building for the future now so we're better prepared for the wants and needs of tomorrow. That's why Comcast is rolling out multi-gig internet speeds to more than 50 million homes and businesses before the end of 2025, making our already industry-leading network even faster, smarter, greener, and more reliable. Over the decades, Comcast has been your partner, working hard to serve your community and we'll continue to be your partner. We're expanding our gigabits so you can enjoy the tiny bits that matter most. Welcome back to another episode of the Financially Fit Podcast. I'm your host, Andre Creighton. I appreciate y'all rocking with me. For those that are new, uh, thank you for stopping through. Hope to see you again as we continue down this path to becoming financially fit. Black Beyond Measure honors and elevates Black creators, artists, entrepreneurs, and others in the Black community. Target holds the community front and center, supporting their products, ambitions, and efforts, and people behind them encouraging them to thrive. Capricia Ambers is a local Twin Cities artist whose work can be seen at Target's Diverse Artist Series. Her featured designs include beautiful, bold silhouettes and can be found on throw pillows, doormats, mugs, tumblers, and more. She finds inspiration from and connection to her city and community. Learn more at target.com slash blackbeyondmeasure. For those that have been rocking with me since day one, I appreciate y'all. Um, I'm seeing the views, and, and hopefully you're getting something that's fruitful to help you in your journey to becoming financially fit. Uh, I want to apologize real quick. Last week, uh, I, I had to take the week off. I was dealing with some illness. Uh, as you know, I I have a one-year-old, uh, and you know they carry all types of germs when they go to daycare. So uh, I, I, I caught whatever he had, and uh, I thought I was going to see my maker, y'all. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie to you. I thought that I was, it, it was my day, but I'm back and I'm better, and I'm ready to hop into another day with the Financially Fit Podcast. Uh, so this is uh, part three of our series. Uh, today we're talking about some of the things you should be doing in your 40s. Uh, obviously, I'm not 40 years old. I'm 32, but I'm, I'm on my way to 40. And I'm thinking about these things, right? I'm, I'm doing the things that I want to do and need to do in my 30s or set myself up for my 40s. Uh, but today I'm going to talk about what I think you should be doing in your 40s that will help propel you towards being more financially fit as you approach retirement. Uh, so number one, uh, the, the most important thing 
that we talk about is paying down that mortgage. So a lot of people in their 40s at this point now are more established. They have a home uh, and they're and they're you know they have a mortgage and maybe they've had it for five, 10, 15 years, who knows, right? Uh, but really it's it's looking at paying down that mortgage. Now, there are some instances where it might not make sense to pay down that mortgage, right? Or, or to pay that mortgage off. Um, you know, depending on the interest rates, as I mentioned in the prior podcast, we're in a very high interest rate environment right now. Uh, about three, four years ago, it was about three to four percent, four and a half percent. So that's what we consider more of a lower interest rate environment. Uh, but, it, you know, so when you have a low interest rate like that, sometimes it might make sense to just pay what is due on the mortgage and be using that money to diversify, right? Putting that into investments, putting that into savings. Uh, but some things that you can do if you are trying to pay down your mortgage is pay one extra payment per year, right? One extra payment per year can save you tens of thousands of dollars, right? And it can expedite you paying off that mortgage several years several years faster. So it's super important to think about those things and be analyzing you know, what you should do. This is also another reason why you potentially should be working with a financial advisor because the financial advisor will be able to look at your whole picture of all the things you're doing, all the assets, liabilities you have, and be able to tell you where your money is best spent. Uh, most times they're looking at the interest rate environment within uh, the mortgage, within the, the home environment. They're looking at the interest rates with investments. And based on the rate of return, they might tell you that it doesn't make sense to pay off your, your mortgage. It makes sense to invest this money or it might make sense to uh, to do a, a refinance, right? If the interest rate environment is lower than what your current interest rate is. So those are all things that you want to be analyzing as you're continuing down this path to becoming financially fit. Uh, number two, uh, so in your 40s, you are in the decade where most people in their 40s are have close to 20 years of experience or more. So you're in that, that period of your life where you're likely earning more money than you've ever made. Uh, this is what they call the peak. The peak of your career is, is typically in your 40s. So with, with the peak gives you an opportunity to be able to use your money more wisely and really start to prepare yourself to be able to retire at, a, at the age that you want to retire at. However, as we talked about, you know, the things you should do in your 20s and your 30s, if you haven't done those things, uh, a lot of people in their 40s will be tackling those things to catch up. So that's why it's so important if you're a, a young person in their 20s, just starting out, it's important to be doing those things early on. So when you get to your 40s, you're not backtracking, you're not trying to catch up to where you should be or where, where where society says you should be in your 40s. So as you're earning more, you should really be thinking about how can I put more money to my retirement? How can I invest and diversify my portfolio? Because the last thing that you want to do is not have diversification. Uh, we, we see a lot of people that maybe they go all in uh, and, and they are only investing in stocks, right? Super volatile, right? So I'll give you an example. Uh, 2020, 20, or 2020 hits, uh, COVID comes. There's a lot of people in their 60s that probably are looking to retire. If they had not moved their investments over to bonds and started to get that slow growth, but where they're not really losing too much, but they're not gaining too much, they likely lost a lot of money in their retirement, which then they're like, okay, well, maybe I got to work another three, four, five years to to let the market recover 
and then I'll retire. You know, that's that truly the market can truly dictate and change your plans. Right. So as I'm sitting here as a 32 year old, you know, I would love to retire by the time I'm 50, 55. Uh, if I can retire sooner. Great. But, you know, 20 years, 23 years from now, I don't know what the market's going to look like it. Some other disease could come up or some other, um, you know, the, the home market could 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 uh, tank or whatever. We, we don't know what's going to happen in the world. So it's very important to diversify so you have those different investment vehicles that you can pull from if need be, if hardships come, um, specifically those ones that are very liquid. And I, I know a lot of people are not a big component of whole life insurance, um, and I understand why. I'm not going to get into that on this on this podcast, but I do have whole life insurance, and I like it because it's a liquid investment. It's a liquid tax-free investment. Now, I know that you know the, the dividends don't move at the rate of what, in, what inflation does, so technically over time I'm losing money, but I love the fact that I could pull that money if I ever, you know, I lose my job or my wife loses their job or something like that. I have the ability to pull that as a safe haven along with the the money that I have in my emergency savings. So that's super important to me, not telling you to do that, but that's something that's within my portfolio that I love to do to make sure that uh, I'm I'm diversifying and and, and putting myself in a good position. Uh, The next thing is ramp up retirement. So at this point in your 40s, you should have two to three times your salary in your retirement. So if you make $100,000 a year, you should have two hundred dollars to $300,000 in your retirement, okay? If you don't, that's okay. That's okay. I think a lot of people uh, get down on themselves when they realize that they're not quite where they want to be, and that's okay. But let's talk about the things you have to do to catch up, right? So if you are where you where you need to be, you should be contributing anywhere from 12 to 15% to that retirement every paycheck. And what that will allow you to do is be at a place later down the line where when you hit 60, 65, you're ready to retire, you're ready to go. If you don't have two to three times your retirement, you probably should be looking at 18 to 20%, right? So you're going to have to pay more to be able to catch up for those years that you didn't contribute to your retirement. So as I talked about in your 20s and 30s, you know, even if you're taking a small amount, if it's $50 a paycheck or $75, whatever it is, you should be contributing something to your retirement because that's going to save you in the long run when you get to your 40s. So don't be down on yourself when you're in your 20s or 30s and you're like, man, I'm just trying to survive. Rent's very high. I can't put $200, $300 to my retirement every paycheck. That's okay. Put $10, put $20, whatever it is. It's only going to help you in the long run because as you continue down this path, you're going to make more money and the rate of which you're making more money should increase at a le- at a higher rate than the expenses that you have um, within your portfolio or within your, your, your personal finance. So that's super, super important. At the end of the day, I really want to help you guys get to a point that you can retire in the time period that you feel is best for you in your life. So these are some of the things you need to do. Uh, The next thing is discuss your finance, discuss finance with your parents and your children. We'll get back to our podcast in a moment, but first. You know that building a successful business takes time, but as your business grows and changes, it feels like time is the one thing you never have enough of. 
Work with a banker who understands that the right time to get you the financial flexibility your business needs to thrive is right now. Work with Bremer Bank, because understanding is everything. Put us to work for you today at bremer.com. When I walked across that stage at my high school graduation, I was excited, but confused about my next step. Then I walked through the doors at Doherty Family College. Doherty Family College is part of the University of St. Thomas. It's a two-year college that lets you earn an associate's degree and puts you on a path to your bachelor's degree. Classes are small, so I have a personal relationship with professors committed to my success. Like the name says, they treat us like family. They call us scholars because they believe we could do anything we put our minds to. They set us up for excellence with free tutoring, and that's not the only thing that's free. Laptops, books, even breakfast and lunch, and bus fare. That's part of the package here at Doherty Family College. It's even free to apply. So do like I did. Go to dfc.stthomas.edu and set up a tour. We'd be excited to welcome you to our family here at Doherty Family College. We all need to think about our mental well-being. We're here for you. We need to be checking in on each other for support. Have you checked on your people lately? You're not alone. Our mental health is part of our total well-being. We're worthy of joy and self-care. community. Because when we see mental health, we see a community that cares. www.cmentalhealth.org At General Mills, our table is your table, and we believe racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at generalmills.com forward slash racial equity. So um, for those that do have children, you know, I have a one-year-old. Uh, as soon as my, my kid gets to about probably five or six, I'm going to start talking about, you know, putting money in his savings. Uh, you know, we're, we probably will do something where he's doing some chores and he's getting um, some type of allowance every couple of weeks when we get paid. And I want to teach him the the 70-30 rule, right? Where where um, you know, he's he's 70% of it's going to your expenses, which he likely won't have any expenses unless he wants some fancy Jordans or something like that. I ain't paying for that. Uh he can he can he can rock the shacks like I used to from Payless. My parents, my parents were not giving me the 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 brand name shoes. So um, but that's all a part of the learning. And then also, you know, putting the 20% um to 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 your savings and things like that and then 10% you know eventually you want to be able to give right give back to charity or or do things like that um to help your community so that's the 70 30 rule that we talk about we want to be able to teach our kids that but then also a lot of you in your 40s will have parents that are getting a little bit older right um and as you may know as your parents are getting older they might not be able to care for themselves uh, in the way that they used to. So where does that fall? Either falls on them going into a nursing home or sometime, some, some type of long-term care um, assistance, whether that's in-home or um, out, in a, out in a clinic or something like that, or it's going to fall on you helping them, right? And I, what I'll tell you is, in the, specifically in the Black community, uh, we've been raised that as your parents get older, you take care of your parents. Uh, I saw it with my parents taking care of my grandparents as they were getting older, but I also saw the strain that that put on them 
to to try to help them as they were trying to build themselves. Uh, I'm not saying you shouldn't do that. I certainly will also be taking care of my parents as they get older. But it's important to have those discussions about what do they have uh, for finances? What can they afford? Uh, is their house paid off? Do we need to look at selling their home and downgrading? Those are the things that are so important. Do we need? Do I need to have a power of attorney for my parents? Uh, I saw that as well when my when my grandfather passed. When my grandfather passed, we had a cabin in Brainerd that my grandpa built uh, with a friend. Uh, he was very handy. Uh, we had that all the way from the time that I was born to about 18 years old. I guess my dad decided he wanted to sell it because he he didn't want me throwing any college parties up there. But uh, I digress. So it's very important to think about those things because the last thing that you want is your 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 parent passes away and now you're stuck with a home that needs a new roof, needs new windows, needs new carpeting, needs all of these things to get it to a point that it, that you can sell it. Because at the end of the day, your parents work so hard for what they have. I know my parents have. I want to make sure that I can get the most out of that home, whether it's renting it out or selling it to be able to help propel my family forward. So then the generation coming behind me, my son and their sons or daughters can uh, be better set up for life um, because of what my parents had done and what I did uh, throughout my adulthood to help set them up. That's how you build generational wealth, everyone. The last thing is give back. Now, giving back is so important because not only are there tax benefits for you, right? You get to write those things off uh, uh, as an itemized deduction, um, which which will give you, I believe, 2%, 2% of itemized deductions. Uh, Sorry if you hear my son uh, crying uh, just at times with being being an adult and having a little one at home. Uh, But giving back is so important. Not only does it help change the community around you, right? Everyone wants to live in a community where uh, there's nice parks, there's lots of things to do for your children and the youth. Uh, there's lots of things to keep people, keep those children and youth out of trouble. Um, that's by giving back. That's what you do. You're, you're, you're pushing forward programs to be able to help youth become, get to a position where you are as an adult or better, right? So giving back is so important. And we always say that it should be about 10% of your income that you should be giving back every year. Now, obviously, if you can't do that, if you don't have a lot of residual and your expenses and your retirement are taking up all of your residual money, those should be your priorities first. But when you get to a point where you're stable, it's sustainable, you want to be able to give back because not only is it important to community, but it makes you feel good. People don't talk a lot about that feel good, right? Um, There's a lot of things in this world, I think, that we see in society that don't make us feel good, right? You watch the news, you see all the tragedies and all the things that are occurring in our world, how people are disconnected based on race or um, the way that they talk or just even different perspectives. Uh, The piece that will always be consistent is giving back to the community. That's something that we all can do to create more togetherness within our communities. So the five things I talked about today, pay down your mortgage. It's very important, okay? And make sure it makes sense. Find you a financial advisor that can help you with these things. Earn more money. So in the 40s is the peak of when you should be earning probably the most that you'll ever earn in your career. Uh, And if you're not, 
you should be looking at different certifications within your respective field or things uh, going back to school, whatever it may be, to help you become a higher earner. Okay. The third thing was ramping up your retirement. You know, obviously, I talked about that 12 to 15%. If you are not, uh, if you've been contributing to your retirement and you do have two to three times your salary in a retirement account, if you're playing catch up and you don't have two to three times that, then you should be thinking about 18 to 20%. Okay. So those things are going to help propel you as you continue down this path. The, uh, the fourth thing was discuss finances with your parents and your children. You want to understand your parents' financial situation to help not only help them, but to help you as your parents are getting older and they're in need of, of more care. But then also setting your children up with the right ideologies early on to be able to be successful. So when they get to their 20s, they're doing all the things that we talked about in prior episodes. Um, then the last thing is give back. Uh, as I talked about, you know, obviously there's tax benefits to it. There's things that, that will help give you a break as you're filing those taxes every year. But it's the feel good, the feel good. When I give back to my community, I feel good. Some of the things that I do, you know, I do give money to the community in various ways. There's certain organizations I support, but also I'm a high school football coach and at an underrepresented high school. I do that um, not only because, you know, I'm in a position where I'm very focused on, you know, paying down my debt and and focusing on my retirement. So I might not have as much money to be able to give in the way that I want to give. So what do I do? I give with my time. I give with my time. And that's just as important. So if you can do those five things in your 40s, you will be on a right track to being able to retire sometime in your 50s or 60s. So as I always say, it's not about how much money you make. The power is in how much money you keep. Thank you for tuning in to the Financially Fit Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Andre Creighton, and I'm so thrilled to be with y'all. I look forward to talking to y'all again next week. Take care. The cultural districts of Minneapolis revel in the motto of every neighborhood having its own flavor. Whether that's Sabor Latino in Holy Land over in Northeast Minneapolis on Central Avenue, Barakala Restaurant and the Cedar Cultural Center over in the Cedar Riverside neighborhood, or even Mercado Central in Los Ocampo over on Lake Street. And these cultural districts help Minneapolis stay a city on the bubble, changing and relevant today and for years to come. Hi, I'm Shaletta Burnage. I'm a media personality, podcaster, and a business owner. But my most important role is mom. Three of my beautiful kids have been diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. When I didn't know who to trust or where to turn, I found ACRA. ACRA provides home care services to families all over Minnesota. The care is not one size fits all. They know each one of my kids is unique. They listen to what resources we needed and what's best for our family. I've seen my kids grow and thrive with ACRA's in-home care. While autism is the most common diagnosis among ACRA clients, ACRA offers personalized in-home care services for people with disabilities, chronic illnesses, behavioral diagnosis, and mental illness. 
They work with children, adolescents, and older folks too. Find out more about ACRA at their website, acrahomecare.org. ACRA helps me provide my kids with a better quality of life. They can do it for your family too. Are you feeling crummy? Maybe you think it's a little food poisoning from the potato salad at the picnic or summer cold, or your allergies are acting up again. Well, some of these symptoms could be a sign that you have COVID-19. A cough, runny nose, sore throat, and chills could be from COVID. So could muscle pain, headaches, and fatigue, even nausea, diarrhea, or vomiting. And of course, a fever, difficulty breathing, and a loss of your sense or taste of smell. Don't take chances with your health or risk infecting those close to you. Test to find out if you've got COVID. You can get it even if you've had it before and even if you're vaccinated. Contact your local pharmacy or healthcare provider for information about testing. Children's Minnesota, the leader in specialized healthcare for kids, is here to raise awareness, standards, the bar, the stakes, the question, the curtain. On raising kids' health to the highest priority, Kids need equal access to health care, more pediatric expertise, a voice for change. Kids need us, all of us. So let's raise them up. Children's Minnesota, the kid experts. Do you worry that lead-based pain in your older home might be dangerous to your children or kids who visit you? Well, Hennepin County put those fears to rest. Hennepin County offers free lead tests and home assessments. If they find anything, eligible homeowners and landlords can receive up to $15,000 for work on the home, including new windows. The government banned lead-based paint 45 years ago when it was discovered that lead poisoning can affect development and cause permanent damage in young children. But 75% of those homes built before 1978 still contain some lead-based paint. As the paint degrades, it can make dust that little kids ingest when they're crawling and putting things in their mouths. So make sure your home is safe and hazard-free. Learn about testing and that $15,000 grant at hennepin.us backslash lead control. That's hennepin.us backslash lead control. You know Shaletta makes you laugh. But did you know Shaletta Brundage can also make you think and boost your business? Media personality, activist, and comedian Shaletta Brundage founded Shaletta Makes Me Laugh to celebrate and share the best of black culture. It's a podcasting platform. You can download 10 weekly podcasts hosted by African-American subject experts at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com is also a production house creating broadcast quality commercial content. And Shaletta and her team of storytellers create powerful promotional campaigns to get businesses the brand awareness they're looking for. Some of Minnesota's top businesses trust Shaletta, and you can too. Get out the word about your events and products and get in front of communities of color with ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. She's got the power to help your business.